And now, it's time for Wheel Nerds. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 180. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And stop trying to live vicariously through me by shopping for motorcycles. What do you mean? Stop sending me bikes and telling me to buy them. But but I only send you nice bikes to buy. That was gross. Mm. I'm doing everyone's favorite thing on Wheel Nerds right now. I'm eating because my wife, the, the, the apple crisp just came out of the oven. Yeah. And um, he, he was trying to get a reply out in time, so he mm-hmm. spit what was in his mouth out. Because <laughs> his mother didn't raise him wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't talk with your mouth full. No, I, I'm not. I'm not living vicariously through Spit you. Spit it back in the bowl. Look, the one I sent you was so gross. The bike I sent you was beautiful. You can't deny it. It was well, yeah, I guess. It's a Rocket Three it was with a, a Hannigan three. sidecar. It was cool. Yeah, but that's not the only time you've done it. Well, sure, no, but you know, I just just because you know that I change bikes the way I change underwear. Sure. Once yeah. a year, whether I need it or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can shop for my bikes. Sure it does. What no. kind of friend would I be if I didn't? <laughs> How many of my bikes did I bought because somebody shopped for them? The Strom? I didn't find the Strom. Kevin found the Strom. He knew I was looking for a Strom. He's like, hey, let me help you out. Here's a Strom. I was like, you, hey, bastard. Didn't you buy the Strom new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he found he found the ad. He was uh, like, hey, somebody's selling a new Strom pretty cheap. I'm like, oh, oh okay. I don't need to hear this. He's going to be like, there's Stroms everywhere. They fall from the skies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slither uh-huh. out from under rocks. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Knock over packs of roving cyclists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, you know that, that, let's talk about that Rocket 3. Mm-hmm. So the Rocket 3 with the Hannigan. It was like a 2008, 2009? Yeah, something like that. It was, you know, one of Actually, the... Actually, we have the ad right here. Oh, Let's yeah, we, we, we can look at we it. We could look. Yeah, one of our listeners uh, was good enough to send it to us along with a terrible ad. Yeah, so 2007 Triumph Rocket with matching Hannigan. And with 10 grand for it, which I got to tell you, for if the rig is well sorted, that's not a bad deal. My uncle is selling his 2007 Triumph Rocket with matching Hannigan Astro 2 Plus 2. At 10.5, it's in great shape with low miles, but needs a good scrub. I have a video of it running. If interested, please call. Give a minute to answer. Give him a minute to answer. If he doesn't, call back in five minutes. <laughs> He's not looking for consignment. But yeah, I mean, the, the overall impression of this I get is like, I love how he says it needs a good scrub. I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is way cleaner than any of my bikes. <laughs> so much cleaner than my bikes. The paint matches matches the car rather the car's paint matches the bike really well i mean it looks nicely sorted yeah so you know it it looked really nice Mm -hmm. and i showed it to my daughter Mm -hmm. and she went eh Eh. yep the 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 daughter of the i want an enclosed sidecar dad yep she went eh okay i even pointed out i'm like this is the sidecar i've been showing you Mm -hmm. that you really want but on a way nicer bike yeah she's like eh i like the euro huh now part of it might have been just because I was lucky. Because mm-hmm. right before I got this ad from you and showed it to mm-hmm. her, yep. I showed her the VW sidecar, yeah. the bus sidecar. Okay. And she looked at that and she was just like, oh my God, that is so cool. We should get something like that. Ah, okay. So, so by the time she saw this, she's like, eh. She sees this, she's like, meet George Jetson. Eh. Yeah. Because your daughter apparently has seen the Jetsons. So. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah. But she was just like, I like the Ural. Okay. 
Well, ever since I put that windshield on there, it's made oh, she's a huge been, difference. She's been happy. That, well, the windshield on the Ural is really good on the sidecar. Mm-hmm. It's super effective. That's that's been like a night and day difference for her riding wise. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, I mean, I guess so I'll just no keep rocket. going slow. Yeah. So my uh, my my the rocket's actually out in Oregon near Portland. And uh, my buddy out there who also inspected the uh, the bandit for me, I was like, hey, you're going to laugh, but uh, so there's a blue and white sidecar I need you to take a look at. <laughs> He's like, nice. And I sent it to him. He was like, damn. Damn, I might have to go see that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> did he end up going? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't okay. heard from him if he did or not. He was going on a trip the next day, so who knows. But yeah. he's like, if he buys it, I'm happy. You know, he's, he was coming with a trailer. He's like, I can bring it for him on the trailer. I'm just, fair warning, I'm going to have to take my daughter to school in it once. Just, <laughs> just for the sheer joy of it. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was weird that she was just like, eh. I'm pretty sure I could sell the Euro for 10. Yeah, and even if you didn't get 10, I mean, you know, the... the yeah, this is this is a minor upgrade over the Ural. Yeah, My little just teeny teeny weeny. But she was just so not even like unimpressed by it, but she was she preferred the Ural just over sort it. of disinterested, huh? Yeah, she was like, mm. I like the Ural. Now, in all fairness, my daughter hates change because mm-hmm. she's in her short life so far. She's had some huge changes to sure. process and swap and assimilate. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the side effects of that, I think, is that she just hates any kind of change. Mm-hmm. She more likes so, some degree of stability, and the Ural represents that. Yeah, more so than like other kids I've I've met. She's just mm-hmm. she's very low risk, mm-hmm. low change tolerant. Huh? Could be the age too. I, I thought about that, but she's compared to her friends, she's more, more huh. so. Okay, slow going Euro for me. All right, well, on to, on right. to sorry, money. Todd, you can't spend more of my money. I like spending your money, Chuck. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't spend my own money because I don't, you know, <laughs> strictly speaking, have any. I don't know why you think I've got any. You've seen my new house. Oh I, yeah, it's true. You I don't have house, money now. You're all, you're all. <laughs> Good. Well, if I did have money to spend, I'd probably go spend it at one of our fine sponsors, such as Helite Moto, makers of the Turtle Airbag Vest, which both wheel nerds wear and love. Yep. Wear it pretty much every time I get on the bike. I had occasion to be a salesman for Helite twice in the same ride the other day. Oh, nice. I was running errands, and I stop in at the grocery store, and somebody in the parking lot accosts me. And they're like, Oh, that's I was on the Strom, so there was nothing to see about the bike. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that's a really cool vest. Is that like a is that like a knife or something?" I'm like, "No, no, it's <laughs> an air thing." No, it's like, not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, they're like, "Oh man, that's so cool." Blah blah blah. The vest, the vest. I go inside. I come back out. I'm getting on the bike. Completely different person's like, "Hey, is, is that a is that knife? one of those airbag that... vests?" Oh, really? Okay. I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Is it is it cool? I mean, is it like?" Is it like, you know, like heavy or uncomfortable? I'm like, no, actually, it's great. It's more comfortable than the this actual jacket with yeah. the back protector. And, yeah. You know, so he pulls my ear on that. So, you know, the 10-minute the walk into the grocery store, 30 minutes later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, love the heat light. I got a chance to, to pimp the vest a little bit to uh-huh. a guy who uh, wants to ride uh, at work, but he was like, oh, I'm scared of crashing and stuff. Get a vest. Get yeah, a I'm like, you. Get some gear. You know, it's some kind of protection you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of cool. The Helite is very cool. You can check them out at helitemoto.com. Mm-hmm. Also brought to you by the good folks at Cena. Cena! Cena! God! You were doing so well. You had like two weeks of getting that right mm-hmm. without any prompting. Cena.com, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. makers of Bluetooth communication options and stuff. Mm-hmm. You've been, you been playing with the C some more with the camera? 
uh, I've only gotten more still pictures out of it. I need to just sit down and, and go read the manual. Read the manual. Yeah, I just sit there and RTFN. push buttons. Boop, boop, boop. Well, I've got the app on boop. my phone. Yeah. So I just I glance at the quick guide and mm-hmm. push buttons. That's uh-huh. that's what I do. Just wildly stab at all the buttons. Yeah, because I test in production. I'm I'm in IT. Which mm-hmm. is what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes. But yeah, Senna.com, great Bluetooth stuff. Um, we're both, I think, really anxious to see this helmet that they're coming out with. Mm-hmm. Very uh, much so. Even though it won't fit me. No, no, certainly not. It won't fit us. <laughs> well, it might, it'd probably fit you. might fit me if it's if it's kind of narrow. Won't Hello, fit Daisy. Me. Oh, we have a new studio dog. Studio Hello. dog. Hello, Daisy. Hello. How are you? This studio dog cannot climb into your lap because she weighs 85 pounds. She's much quieter. Yes. She's not as, dim- as as insistent. Would you like to go in the sidecar, Daisy? Do you promise not to try to climb into my lap like you did last time with the Ural? That was not exciting. Have you had her in the Bandit? Uh, no, I haven't had her in the Bandit yet. Maybe she'll like it better. The sound is certainly a lot different. Yeah. The Ural we were doing basically okay, and she seemed to like it. Right up until we got to the bumpy dirt road, and she tried to climb into my lap. You didn't leash her down? I did, yes. yes. Oh, and she but still she was... had she was still you know she got her front feet out and was trying to climb up. Oh, okay. How do you yeah. have her leashed down in the Ural? Uh, I had her. Uh, it was like attached to the seatbelt, kind of. Okay. So she had a little bit of run on it. Okay, because you know the the Ural I got came from Ara. Sure. Yeah. So he, he had, had already like set it up. Eye yeah. Bolt and all the good stuff. He had eye bolts on both sides mm-hmm. of the and sure so to keep like the dog two leashes. Dirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was and I still I use that for my my dogs. Mm-hmm. That's no, a good good arrangement. With Daisy, I was just I was trying it out, and she she mostly sat in it. She showed no interest in getting out ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'd get somewhere, and she'd like get out and pee and go back and sit in the sidecar. Bella gets like this serene look on her face when she's mm-hmm. riding in the sidecar. Does does Daisy do that? Da- Daisy does too. She likes to have her head on the inside. She likes to have her head around the side of the uh, of the windshield on the Ural, like on the my side. Yeah, and then she periodically go over and like put her head on my lap for a minute. And then go back to looking at okay. the front. Yeah, my Bella just totally ignored me. <laughs> she just she's there. She's got this sat- stately, serene look, uh-huh. and she's just looking off to, to the side. And you know, there's like four cars pacing me, all taking mm, pictures. Taking pictures of her. like crazy. <laughs> Daisy has never had a serene moment in her life. <laughs> Not in her my Lou. At 12 years old, Bella is is ready for serene. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Uh, that was like one of the main. One of the drivers for buying the house mm-hmm. was a, so she could have a yard. Sure. Okay. You know, in her old, old age. Mm-hmm. And she loves it. She she just sits in the middle of the yard, with her, and she's got that same serene look on her face, mm-hmm. just looking up with her ah. eyes closed, feeling the breeze and stuff. Huh. Fenton's, like, running around, screaming, bouncing Bounce off the walls. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so uh, thanks for coming on to uh, Dog Nerds. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Chuck, and, and Todd. We're going to be talking about our dogs. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I really like my dog. I should take Daisy in the in the Bandit, though, just to see how it goes. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't, actually. You know, honestly, the occasion just never came up. Have you had um, either of the kids? No, moving? not yet. Okay. No, but the older... Well, other than, like, you know, scooching back and forth in the driveway. My yeah. son will not... Like, if I leave the ton of cover on the sidecar, my son is furious with me. It is unacceptable that he not be able to climb into that sidecar at will. Right. Just not okay. Mm-hmm. And he's a long way from being able to ride in it. <laughs> he's... My son is... We lovingly call him escape baby. He's, <laughs> you, my daughter lulled us into complacency. My son, you cannot look away. And I mean, like, not like like joking, like, haha, you can't look away. I mean, you literally cannot fucking look away from this kid ever. Or he is gone. Okay. He is fucking gone. Okay. <laughs> I've seen him three houses down by the time I turn around. <laughs> it is ridiculous. 
So he's not going to the side car anytime soon. Okay. My daughter's getting up to an age. She'll be she'll be five pretty soon, and uh, you know I'm uh, I'm thinking it might Start be time thinking to get about some it. Gear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm thinking pretty hard about it. Don't yeah. You? So I would need some free time and some actually riding time, and tell mm-hmm. my wife, hey, I'm going to leave you with the two kids while I go for a ride with the dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What? It's yeah. be a great conversation. I can see this going really well. Well, she has let you do a Sunday ride here and there. This is true. So you just bring the dog. That's one less thing for her to watch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, win-win. Yeah. We could just take both sidecar rigs again Mm -hmm. and meet for lunch. Somewhere. Somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I I really should have looked at the Rocket 3. And it was a two-by-two. You could have had the whole family in it. I know. I know. I and the dogs. I told it's my giant. fiance about it. She's like, "Okay, whatever, whatever." They're like, "What, Sophie? What about you?" Me, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, this is probably your best chance of getting something like this. Yeah, I like the euro. Mm. All right. There's <laughs> so. So there, there it was. Well, we can, we can go bike shopping for other things. You're, okay, so you're selling you're selling the the turbo sprint. The turbo sprint. You need another black sport bike like I'd... this one. This is a '94 Kawasaki Ninja ZX11 for twenty five hundred dollars. Comes with chips apparently. Selling my ZX1100. It is fast and in good condition. New tires and new brakes and P.S. It is parked in the snack aisle. It is literally grocery store. parked in the snack aisle. Maybe a Seven Eleven. Could be a Seven Eleven, maybe a Target. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the go look at this ad, and you could see that he's clar- parked up against all the chips. Mm-hmm. Now, Otherwise, a very unremarkable ad. Mm-hmm. And he's not in a very wide aisle either. Why? I think he's in a Seven Eleven. Yeah, it's just it's got the Seven Eleven cooler look. You know, the cool, yeah, that's Those a Seven Eleven like cooler. Beers and, and stuff. Crappy, and the, the you know, racking is all like cheap, crappy racking. Yeah. And the chips are just kind of like. This guy works there, mm-hmm. and this is how he makes sure his bike is not screwed with. That is actually what I was thinking. While he's is working. He works in a 7-Eleven like the ones I used to work in. He's on the late shift, the mm-hmm. night shift. Except his boss is going to see this on Craigslist and be like, what the fuck? Steve, <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> it won't happen again, sir. I sold it. <laughs> and some chips. <laughs> I had to throw the chips in for free. Yeah, they did. Sweeten, yeah. sweeten the deal. Don't mind. Hope you don't mind. Pine and Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy this bike, but uh, I, I want me one of the microwave burritos. <laughs> can you? Can I have a churro with this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a deal. Yeah. You drive a hard bike, and that's our best churro. <laughs> <laughs> It's the one. It's the one that's really fresh still. It hasn't been under the heat lamp for, for very long. It's barely been there a whole day. I hope you know what you're getting. It's not everybody gets a churro like this and a bike like this, but mostly the churro. You could you could say that's the chosen one. You know those people who write angry reviews are sure right. We are so infantile. No. <laughs> Also, screw those people. <laughs> I don't like your show. Okay, then what you do is don't listen to it. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, they didn't hear that because they weren't listening. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And angry email. No. No. I would kind of dig riding a bike from the 90s, early mm-hmm. 90s like yeah. that. 
only because that's when I was young and relevant. And they were cool. <laughs> and they were cool. When you were, when you were momentarily cool, these were cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It would be like recapturing that, that brief spark of youth. I, I've hit, I've, the funny part is I've hit about the high peak of my coolness now. <laughs> it's, it's been a dark, uncool life. <laughs> the peak of my coolness is teaching motorcycle classes and having a show about motorcycles. I'm, I've, 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 the shark is jumps. I'm post, <laughs> it's jumped. My daughter's getting older. She'll be a teenager in, you know, a decade. And I'll be at the, just the nadir of coolness. I'm five years from 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can feel you getting less cool as we sit here. <laughs> That's the tats my, aren't helping. That, that's my hair graying. Oh, okay. What do you mean the tats aren't helping? My tats are cool. Oh, they are. They are. Mm. Just, you know, not cool in like the the, uh, the the absolute cool, kind of the relative cool sense. Oh, my God. You know, not like objectively cool. I've got long hair, mm -hmm. facial hair, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. tattoos. And, and you're middle-aged. You're, so you're that guy. Uh, you know what you need, Chuck? I think our, you're getting into bagger territory. Our, our <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> 2003 Kawasaki Mean Street Bagger. Mm -hmm. $1,500, $5,000. And the Mean Street's pretty damn good cruiser as such things go. I'm selling my 2003 Mean Street Custom Bagger. Mm. It's been a great bike, but it's time to sell it and get a family boat for the river. You better sell that thing and get a boat for us this year. Pontoon boat. Hey. Well, you better get rid of it. None of you want a pontoon boat yet. None of us is getting right on that bike. It has 31,917 miles on it. All one-off custom built by me. All the miles? <laughs> I guess. I get, a lot miles? Of, I get a lot of looks on it. Every time I ride, someone asks what it is. Because, <laughs> yeah. Do tell. Buzzy 2 into 1 exhust. Progressive front springs, custom lower rear suspension, LED taillights with integrated blinkers, because I hate having people notice me, mm -hmm. HID headlight, because I like having people notice me, custom gel seat, I had the tires replaced two years ago and are still in great condition, because I don't ride. <laughs> I absolutely, he's going to kick my ass. I absolutely love this bike and it's going to be hard to let it go. Money helps. I don't need any help selling it, assholes, and no Joe rides, dicks. Cash in my hand and you can ride it. If you have any questions or would like to set up a time to see the bike, just shoot me a text, email, or call. The bike has some flaws, mm. like this fairing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was supposed to just ride it for a year to test everything out and then make lighter parts from this mold. That was 20,000 miles later. It was too much fun to ride, so I never got done. So this bike... You, so he you decided he wanted a fairing, a batwing fairing. This, you, this deserves a trip of your look. And he took the batwing fairing and he was like, you know... We can make it more Batwingy. In fact, if this had a Batman paint job, this would actually be kind of cool. This would be like a '60s Bat bike mm -hmm. yeah. in a heartbeat if it mm -hmm. was painted black. Yes, the fairing begins at the nose, just above the front tire, and proceeds all the way to the back of the bike. It kind of looks like a Triceratops head. It does look like a Triceratops, doesn't it? You yeah. can paint it up like a Triceratops. That'd be sort of cool. You could make a dino bike. Some horns. Oh, yeah. Sort of neat too. And the bags. Kind the of flow are, into the seat. Yeah, it's got the integrated bag thing one that was piece. very... Well, that was very popular with the custom baggers for quite a while. Yeah. And then Victory came out with the Vision, and everybody was like, oh, no. uh, well, shit. Fuck you, then. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck this. And then Polaris took Victory out back and shot it. <laughs> <laughs> but but I can still... I'm still relevant. I just... I, look I, away, I, old yellow. <laughs> look away. <laughs> just look out over that lake. Keep Vision in that... that thing you made 
The happier times. Just think about give me one last rep beep for good good measure. Mm-hmm. So this is a very green, mm-hmm. very one piece looking thing. Yes, it's it's kind of a matte primer green. And really, those tail lights, brake lights are are, are awful. Yes. They are. They yes. are well, awful. Well, if you're doing a custom bike, it's really important that your lights be completely useless. I'm pretty sure that's the rule, right? Like, if you have light, like blinkers you can see or lights that light up the road, like, that shit's unacceptable. On the other hand, seeing as he said that he did all this work himself, mm-hmm. that's that looks amazing, craftsmanship The guy, guy clearly knows his shit. Yep. No doubt about I it. I want a, a Triceratops hood for the Buell. This one goes right into the somebody had a vision category. Somebody. <laughs> and, and the skills to make it happen. Somebody had a vision, but not a victory. And naturally the obligatory bunch of keywords. Telling you, did he put victory or vision in his keywords? Uh, he did get he victory did. He there. got a victory. No vision. All right. Okay. All right. We'll All go right. with it. Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, it is a pretty bike. Yeah, I really need some different paint. The yeah, is, I, I that's not doing it for me. It looks like an you know what it looks like? Hmm? Like an unfinished green screen green. Well, effect. I think it's I think it's the matte of Kawasaki green that he did for the mold. And he, he said he's going to make lighter parts with the mold, which tells me the other thing about this is this probably weighs a, just ton. an ass ton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could talk load. him into building you the lighter version. Oh, there you that's go. Part yeah. of the sale. Yeah, yeah, good work. Good work. But not green. Moving on, the 2007 Triumph Rocket. We won't talk about that. Too many, too many lost opportunities. We can do better. <laughs> That's what she said. Mm. Time for a 1990 Harley Davidson FXR plus a pile of extra FXR parts, <laughs> which, which may, may or may, may not, not be the ones that are supposed to be in this bike. bike. <laughs> <laughs> Please remember, I cannot reply to your reply email. So call two. Call Jay. No, no. Please remember, I cannot reply to your reply call emails. Two. Call Can't t- reply to your reply. Call two. Call two. Call two. Call Jerry. Call, Call two. Jay. Call Jay two. If this isn't if this isn't Jay, it's certainly someone he knows. <laughs> also, pictures are of when I bought it. No sidecar mounts. What? Yeah, there's a sidecar mount right there. Oh, okay. The I'll be okay. damned. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah, subframe bits. No sidecar. Yeah, no sidecar for mounts. 1990 Harley FXR billet wheels, PM brakes, toxic banana banana paint with some custom <laughs> dents. Hey, that's that's my gag. Comes with a 9398 bagger trans. Remove the pan or trim the frame. And inner and outer primary covers. Boxes of parts. Oil tank. Mid control stuff. Floorboard stuff. Seat hinges. Dollars. Dollar signs. And about every FXR part in my shop and a big package deal. No motor, but I do have a shovel motor project. <laughs> 4,000. OBO. Wait, wait. Keep going. I need money for a lawyer! No! Keep going. Cash is king. Getting divorced and becoming your grandparent, <laughs> so I'm selling off bikes and lots of parts. There's a story here. There's a lot of story. Here. <laughs> There's just loads of story. There's so much story. Please here. remember, I cannot reply to your reply emails. Because I still, I'm trying to parse that sentence, and it's not working. My wife has the computer. I do. That would work. Yeah. My ex-wife has uh-huh. the computer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a good picture of the custom dents. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, dents, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. There's the back end, and. Uh, that yeah, this looks is, uh, okay. This this looks like something bought for a project. Bought and I love the way it. the pictures pictures are of when I bought it, not now. So no, like um, it's worse now. Where, where is, yeah, is Oh, here's it, probably a current picture. Is it picture. therefore worse? <laughs> here's a pile of parts. Here's some Zach porn. A literal pile of parts. It's porn, like the back of Zach's truck. Porn for Zach. <laughs> oh, look, an engine case and a random ass chain. 
Uh, this is the current state of the bike, the clearly. The current state of the bike is a pile of <laughs> a heap of parts. <laughs> smoking parts. Seat hinges, dollar sign, dollar sign. You've you got the smoking skeletons of Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru just mm-hmm. draped over this bike. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have so many questions. I'm trying to imagine the, I'm selling a bike. Here's a picture of it when I got it. Is this a current picture of it? No. No, no. What's the, at what point does this seem like it's not a trap to anyone? <laughs> This is what it looked like when I bought it. Do you have a picture now? Uh-uh. No, no, no. What gets me is he wants four grand. Well, it's Harley Davidson. For a collection of parts. America parts. America. These are America, America parts. parts. America parts. He wants four grand for a collection of parts. No, this is, you know, if you were, if you're, if you're. Which I am not entirely convinced add up to a bike. I don't think they do. And in fact, I think, I think emphatically they do not. I, I do not see enough parts to make an engine in here. I have, I have doubts. I, I no, you, you will not get a bike for $4,000. You will get a pile of parts. You will get things to carry in the back of your truck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> your hopes and dreams. You know you what get, this, this is? Mm-hmm. This is what a unsupportive spouse will allow you to have. To, so you, you've got your fingertips around that dream of riding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with no danger whatsoever of actually actually ever riding. having you on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. He a, and or she will be like, just go out in the garage and, you, and tinker with you it. Can, you can have that one. You can that's go, fine. go tinker with it. Go, go I think work it might run it. today. Sure, yeah. Go I'm, work on I'm it. I'm sure you'll get it going. It, it'll, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's would, actually, that's where the engine went. Definitely start that that bike today oh this is this is your day honey i can feel it this yep. is your day 10 15 years just fly by mm-hmm. and then it's mm-hmm. on craigslist mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the secret to your marriage well there's this 1990 fxr in the garage oh a motorcycle does it ride oh no 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 no, Shit, no, no, no. no. christ you kidding me no. we i can't no. i can't legally call it a motorcycle no in fact look you do not see the word motorcycle in this ad you're right the motorcycle is nowhere in this ad yeah that's what this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the. This is the. This is. The, oh, it's the distracto bike. The story comes out. I got it. I know okay. what happened. All right. All right. Here's the. Here's the tale. Ten years later, mm-hmm. this this is still in his garage, mm-hmm. and he got sick of it, and he went and bought a bike. Oh, and that was the straw that broke the camel's That's back. That's why That's he's getting the divorced. Uh-huh. That's the divorce. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I see it. I can see it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not going to sell the bike that runs the bike bike. No, shit, no, no, no. no. But no, this, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yep, yep. Oh, this makes so much sense. Now. That must be that mysterious shitbag Kawasaki that appears in some of the pictures. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's there's multiple bikes in a thousand parts in here. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, and I think that's a grandkid too. Yeah, I think grandkids are in the picture too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. This is the this is the one that was supposed to be the distractor, and now yeah. suddenly it's no longer distracting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a go. Yeah, it is a go. So this this could be another uh, someone else's marriage saver mm-hmm. or yep. marriage ex- marriage o extendo extender. Extend- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could you could totally have a motorcycle. You should, look look at this. Those are cool. Look at the color. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great color. Puke yellow. Mm. Yeah, mm. that was a good mm-hmm. that was good for nineteen ninety. Good good year. Good year. Oh, just think of how cool. Just imagine yourself. Riding on this bike because that's all you'll ever have. Dream the impossible dream. It's so clear now that I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The picture the picture comes clear. Mm-hmm. Picture comes clear. Other people have other more interesting dreams though. Yeah. Such as our guest tonight, who has a dream about actually turning motorcycling into a job, like most motorcyclists and do. Riding the country. 
All right, so I'm with Joe Pop of Pop Over America. Joe, how's it going, man? Great, man, great. Hey. Joe comes to us through a, a peculiar connection with Chris from The Pace. So how, how did how did you and Chris cross paths? Chris cross. Chris cross. Oh man, you actually said that. Uh, it was weird. I, I I did like uh I did one of these kind of worthless Facebook booster things. Uh-huh. And oh, we've I done think, that. Yeah, like you spend a hundred dollars and you get three new likes. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I but through that I think a friend of Paul Pellin's kind of I don't know it's sort of like a crazy zigzag thing but but somebody said you got to Chris you got to talk to this guy. So the Pace guys interviewed me very, very early, like before I even had the full concept. I don't even think I owned a bike at the time. I was oh, thinking about yeah. renting a bike for the tour. Wait, wait, you so were on the is, Pace? Yeah, I was on oh, Pace. Right, interview over. Yeah. Two years yourself. ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we're done here. That was, yeah. that was back when the Pace was a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, they stopped, like... You know, I talked to Chris about it, but, you know, yeah. things happen. Life happens. I mean, this project's been suspended for, like, two two years. Mm-hmm. So I know how that goes. Life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. But, no, I talked to him very early on, and they were very supportive. And Chris, I actually went down to his place one time when he had, like, a, a shop day and just kind of hung out with a bunch of his friends and worked on our bikes and stuff. So he's 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 a really nice motorcycle guy, you know, helps, helps his friends out. He's got a tire changer and an oil changer and, you know, helps – Helps out his buddies for free, so really he's nice. Like, he's like the Paces version of my Todd. Is that what Todd Todd does? All the free work. <laughs> I, I, I don't know free. I make him buy me beer, and you know, well, I, yeah. I, I make sure to I make and sure ridicule. to talk down to them a lot as I go. There's a lot Sometimes of ridicule. It works out better, you know. Oh yeah, just buy me some beers, and you know, I drink a lot of beer, so you know, I'll make three hundred bucks on the deal. If I'm, well, no, you know. he can't drink a lot of beer. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> He gets three quarters of the way through a bottle and he's done. Oh, you need to work on my bike. <laughs> so talk to us about Pop Over America. So the basic concept is a show about a musician traveling around America. Wait a minute. Are you going to just try to find gigs and then you're going to have adventures that you didn't plan? Is this a hard day's night? No, it's uh, it's sort of, sort of a hard day's night, but it's... Um some of it's planned. Like I do have some traditional gigs booked, but then a lot of gigs I want to do are just going to be like pop-up gigs where, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just <laughs> pull over to the side of the road and <laughs> bump, yeah, uh, pun, pun intended. I'll just pull over to the side of the road and, and play, you know, or, or barge a coffee shop or a bar or something like that. The thing is, I don't want to plan too many traditional gigs because I don't want to have that time constraint of having to be somewhere. Yeah, on yeah. a specific date. You know, I have to be back by August 24th. I have to go back to my job at City College where I work. But until then, it's like I've just, you know, and I have a map and I have a schedule. And it's very, very tight. I mean, I'm like in most states for one day. Mm-hmm. And I'm cheating on some states like, you know, Kansas City. I'm doing Boom. Kansas City in Kansas and Kansas City, Missouri, like in one day, you know, <laughs> to cheat a little bit. Trying to avoid the awful, boring states as much as I can, you know kind of so going around the outside back up what okay. are you doing here what is oh, what are, what's your idea so i'm touring all i want to play a gig in all 48 states all the 48 contiguous states non-stop oh, so okay. i got my guitar on my motorcycle uh and uh i'm just gonna drive around and do it you know yeah, mm-hmm. and Joe, Joe has a literal guitar on the side of his motorcycle the first time i saw the picture i'm like haha good photoshop and i'm looking at him like that is not and, a photoshop <laughs> initially like on my first cross-country trip was 2012 i had no B- i had an old bmw k75 and i took that from new york to california and back 
and I didn't bring my guitar. And I was like, man, you know, that trip was great. But if I had my guitar, that'd be awesome. So I was trying to figure out maybe I'd bring a mini guitar or they make these folding guitars. I'm like, you know what? That's bullshit. I got to bring my, my Gibson J200's got to come with me. So uh, Jeff Hoffey, this guy that makes carbon fiber cases – uh, decided to sponsor me on this journey I'm making. So he gave me a, a carbon fiber case, which is crazy. The thing is, it's like 11 pounds, you know? Oh, wow. So the, and then I figured out with a GV mount, I kind of, you know, I got a stock saddle bag on the, on the right side. And then I used a GV mount on the, on the other side and used a caribou GV adapter plate on my case. So the case kind of goes right on there in a very kind of slick fashion. There's no stock uh, Popover America like guitar case. case that goes on the side. Because no, there will I, be now. I know like a half dozen people who will buy that today. The well, guy who made that. Their wallets are out. You could basically take, you know, if you have a, a standard GV, I forget the kind of case it is. They have so many different models. But, you know, it's just their standard saddlebag mount. This company, Caribou, makes an adapter plate. So you can put like a Pelican case on the side. Mm-hmm. And I just used that mount and bolted it into my guitar case. Hmm. It wasn't some fancy, you know, it didn't take me a lot of time. It was just getting the angle right, making sure it was close enough to the bike and doing a little heating and bending and stuff like that. But it, it, it wasn't uh, as tricky as I thought it would be. And the thing is just awesome. It's aerodynamic. It's lightweight. It's secure. I have a lock on it. You can't get the guitar off of the bike without a chisel. You know, I mean, it's 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 a really good setup. And I kind of lucked into a lot of things, you know, just by throwing it on there and seeing what happened works great you know it kills a lot of storage area because i'm killing a whole saddlebag but i've got you know a top case right saddlebag and then i've got one of those wolfman waterproof bags i'm putting on my passenger seat with clothes and anything somebody can steal and it won't hurt too bad you know he's a musician he's you know one one set of clothes dirty or not sure yeah yeah well you know uh... inside out fronties backsies you know that's four days out of a pair of underwear so you're good there since he's sponsoring you, do you want to name drop him again so that uh, all these people's sure. guitars want to call him? Yeah, I mean the sponsors are 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 rather extensive, but I mean I need a lot of equipment. I'm shooting an HD video, so I have OWC, which is a hard drive company, computer hard drive company. They've given me like two thousand dollars worth of hard drive, so I can bring the drives with me and ship them back to New York as I go. Nice. And, and I have my uh, a friend of mine, a co-worker of mine, is going to help me with the data storage, you know, sending me a new drive while I'm on the road. Michelin sponsored me, which is out of this world. The, the, the CEO of the Michelin Tire, the motorcycle division, called me while I was coming back from Pennsylvania one day on the train. And I'm like, ah, this is like a friend playing a joke on me. And they're like, no, no, we're going to give you free tires for the whole trip and a fresh set when you're done. Cool. So that's like $1,500 right. worth of stuff, you know, really beautiful Michelin tires. Hoffy cases, as I mentioned before. What's Jeff the Hoffie's, bike? The bike's an old Honda VFR, two, you know, 2002 Looks VFR like 8. Yeah, you know, just, uh, you know, I, not really the bike I wanted. I kind of wanted to do it on my old Ducati 900 SS, but, you know, air-cooled bike, carburetors, dirty gas, you know. <laughs> so uh, I went with the VFR kind of out of like, because it's a sportier bike, yet I could still, it still had hard luggage. Like the hard luggage is important to me because I, I drive through the rain. You know, yeah. there's not gonna be a lot of room to. Well, one do that. tip on that, Viffer. Uh, do you have like a big fob on your keychain so that the keys won't fall down into the fairing? Because I hear that's a thing. <clears throat> well, really, I, that's never happened to me. But I do have a Corbin. Corbin Seat sponsored me, and they gave me a big fat Corbin leather keychain. So I have that on there. So <laughs> okay, you know, perfect. Corbin's perfect. That'll be. Out. 
That'll be him. Um, Hi, Awry Helmets sponsored me. They gave me a helmet. Um, Alto Music gave me a bunch of uh, camera gear. And yeah. Dario Strings, you know, has given me 50 sets of strings, which is one per state. 800, 800, yeah. yeah, 800 bucks worth of strings. So I've been very lucky with the sponsors. But, uh, you know, the bike's tweaked up. I, I, you know, they have some electrical issues, you know, with, with the regulator and stuff. So I have updated wiring harness. I, you know, I do all my own work, most of it. So the bike's good to go. It's low mileage. I got about 20,000 on it. So it'll be good for the 15,000 miles I'm going to do. Now, did you get this bike specifically for the trip or was it just that's the bike? Yeah. I originally was going to rent a bike because living in New York City, it's just so impossible to park and, you know, the parking spot's 300 bucks a month, and then you can't even work on your bike. Hmm. And then I was one of these group bike garages, and then all the bikes were crowding me out, you know. So it was just – it was kind of tough. So I was going to do the rental. I'm like, that's not cool. Like, you can't rent a bike and do this trip. So I bought the <laughs> VFR for like, I don't know, it was 3500 bucks or something, you know, and uh, had like 11,000 miles. I was like a garage queen. The clutch was frozen shut, you know, so it needed all new clutch plates. Oh, uh, so it's too much of a garage queen. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't hide it. So, but the, I, I got it working, and I've had it for two years now. And the thing just, you know, bulletproof runs nice. pretty good. And I've I've approached companies. I've approached every major motor, motorcycle company. Ideally, I wanted to do it on an American bike, like an EBR or a you know a Modus or something. But no no response from either of those guys. And I don't know. Maybe EBR will give me one of the uh, scrap heap ones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ha 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 ha! You know when you come to Utah. <laughs> I forget the date. It's on. It's on the website. All the the, the uh, schedule is up there. But I, I have it planned. But it's 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 kind of loose at this time. So really squishy, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I kind of have to have it somewhat figured out. But uh, Utah is actually early on. Let's see here. I'm yeah, you're actually like in, end of 628. June, Yeah, 628. Yeah. I'll be in Bryce. But, you know, pulling some eight-hour days there right in a row. You know? Oh, my God. Eight-hour days on a motorcycle. That's I feel for you so badly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it beats Heart's working. Just bleeding right now. <laughs> oh, no. Well, if you're at Bryce, then you at least get to ride Route 12. Yeah. Ooh, I, ooh, I, I just had an exception. I don't ride Route 12. You know? So, have, so from from Bryce, if you go if you go east on Route 12, you okay. got great road for like I don't know a quarter of a day if you're riding fast on a motorcycle and don't stop to take a lot of pictures. And then you up in Boulder, and there's this hippy dippy place in Boulder. There's a great coffee shop, and there's the Hell's Backbone Grill, which is this awesome hippy red, probably the best restaurant in Utah. Okay, I'm going the other way though, so I'm going to <laughs> does doesn't first doesn't matter. Then I'm going to Utah. So come, is that uh, Go 12? backwards. Yeah, go 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 back on twelve, or figure out a way to work twelve into your okay. your thing. Get Hell's Back on Grill because if you do a pop up concert there, yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. Okay, <laughs> you guys will come out, right? Oh, an excuse Probably to not. ride Route Twelve. <laughs> I can insist. Okay, uh, I will be sad. recently married at that point, so I, I oh. even, so you're, might be you won't have a motorcycle then. <laughs> 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 your bikes will be gone. No, they'll just, well, if, if, they'll just if be on not, fire like, like normal. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the idea for the whole pop over America gig. Right. Like everybody, you probably have the dream of how can I ride my motorcycle all around and actually make a job out of that? Is that the real goal here? Or is this a kind of like a, a thing you've always wanted to do and this was an excuse to do it? 
what what made you want to take this on? Because fifty states over the course of the summer—that's it's a lot yeah. of riding. It's pretty intense. Yeah, well, it's it's I I do these kind of I don't know. I'm always creating stuff. I've been a you know, if you saw the pilot episode, I've done like fifty different jobs, you know, and I've done a lot of different artistic careers and things like that. The thing was this: I was trying to like court travel TV or you know one of these you know oh, yeah. discovery. Yeah, one of these guys that does a travel show, and then I realized that you know I talked to some agent friends of mine. They're like, dude, they don't need any more travel shows. No. Plus, they got some <laughs> famous guy riding a motorcycle. The guy from uh, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead is doing a motorcycle yeah. show, and like, Reedus. they don't need you. They don't need your fat bald huh. ass on there. You know, playing your guitar, making up crappy songs. Like they just they don't want you. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Uh, because it's, you know, just uh, you set a goal for yourself and it's just sort of a, a challenge, you know. I, my first thing, like like I said, in 2012, I did a cross-country trip and that was just amazing. You know, town to town, sometimes just winging it, you know, staying in really sketchy places. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love dive bars, so I was, you know, visiting a lot of dive bars along the way. And that's sort of what this thing is about. It's just sort of driving and seeing the country and bringing my guitar with me and, and having a good time. But initially I was like, oh, I want to be a travel TV star and quit my job and, you know, get paid to drive around with my motorcycle. And that's still up for grabs if anybody uh, wants to do it, you know, Michelin or Ducati would be cool, you know, if somebody so, uh, wants to sponsor will, me to drive around. That'd be awesome. You where know? will Pop Over America be? Is it on YouTube, Vimeo? Uh, it'll be on YouTube primarily. I mean, okay. and I'll, I'm not going to edit on the road. So I'm going to do Facebook Live every day mm-hmm. while I'm on the road. And then when I get back, I'll have footage from my GoPros and I have a Canon D70. And I'll edit that together with the audio when I get back. And I'm going to okay. do a lot shorter episodes. Like my pilot was like 38 minutes long. And looking at my analytics, everybody conks out after about eight minutes. You know, they're gone. <laughs> So, not high on the internet. Attention span in 2017, very you limited. Sure, that doesn't have anything to do with you taking your pants off at the seven and seven minute yeah. fifty five second mark. You know, maybe it's just a crap show. I don't know. <laughs> like they get bored, but uh, I'm going to chop it up and make each like you know every segment is just going to be one topic. So in the show, I do like a restaurant. I go to a waterfalls, you know. But in this, it'll just be one little clip, and it'll have a little bumper in the front, little bumper in the back, and that way, if some the titles will be like you know about Joe's bike, you know, you can go click that one, mm-hmm. and then a Joe at a pizza place. If you don't want to see that, you skip to the next one. So it'll be. Sure. It'll be a lot smaller and more digestible, I think, in the in the smaller, shorter format. Yeah, I think like 15 minutes is like the sweet spot a lot of YouTubers go for. Yeah, yeah, know. That's, uh, yeah I'm going to look into that because, uh, you know, I'd like to make it a little bit longer so you can tell a story, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I got to go with what the material I have. And then ultimately, I want to take all the footage and condense it into like a documentary format of me doing this trip and my life and my journey and all that other spiritual stuff america home yeah. of the ball traveling man yes exactly Here we see the ball traveling man in his natural habitat the super highway stopping at a truck stop see <laughs> as he eats the chicken fried steak <laughs> oh god i love chicken fried watch steak. the heartburn beautiful yeah. feel the indigestion magnificent no. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I, I, my doctor is, you know, reading me the riot act because my cholesterol <laughs> was like four thousand. And uh, I'm, doing an, I'm doing America. an episode with her, and you know, I'm gonna. She's gonna be like showing me the charts. But yeah, I'm, I, like I'm not gonna eat chicken wings and buffalo. Come on, you're, you're crazy. You're oh, you mind. know what you need to do. 
you need to like for one of your Facebook live shows, just call her up while you're at a place. Like, I'm eating a five pound chicken fried steak with extra gravy and extra hash browns. This is amazing. Joe, you're gonna she's, die. She's such a good sport. She's like, Yeah, you can shoot me, but I'm not gonna lie and I'm not gonna make it. I'm like, Yeah, I want I want the truth. But I got uh, these chest pains. What what's that yeah, all yeah. about? What does it mean when my left arm is numb and I smell toast? <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Are you in a diner? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's a six-pound hamburger in front of me. What do I do? I met this girl in the parking lot last night. That's a, really itchy. That, yeah, it's from Haiti. What, what, what do I do? Will, will Tylenol cover that? Yeah. This is the new Choose Your... That's your format. It's the Choose Your Own Adventure, Pop Over America. Right. right. <laughs> a a six-pound hamburger appears. What do you do? <laughs> Yeah, you get people game. vote. And then the video could play of that choice. That's that's pretty That would genius. be awesome. Huh? Yeah. So video-based adventure game. Wow. Pick your destiny. Here Joe comes another parking lot one. lizard. What will Joe do? <laughs> yeah. Another truck stop gig. What, what are you most looking forward to seeing on this trip? Uh, Well, everyone's like, oh, when you go to – Memphis, you got to go to Elvis's house. And I'm like, I'm not doing any of the popular stuff. I'm like mm -hmm. avoiding, I'm almost avoiding everything popular because it's already been done to death. Mm -hmm. So like instead of going to Chicago in Illinois, I'm going to Woodstock, Illinois with this hard drive company that sponsored me is, and I'm going to play their company party, <laughs> which is going to be nice. crazy weird. Like I'm just going to drink all their beer and they're going to be like in suits and I don't know. It'll be. They seem like pretty cool people. Way though, to work so that I, in. You're gonna fun. be like, hey, I'm going. I need about a dozen more of these hard drives. Yeah, I already tried that. They cut me off. I'm like, they cut <laughs> sending me stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, I need twelve more six terabyte hard drives. Like, no, 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 no. You, you, you hit your limit about you know two solid state ago. drives. <laughs> I need solid yeah, state drives. I didn't even. I didn't even try for that. I mean, I just got the spinners, you know, because uh, three terabyte drives. I got four of them. I'm taking with me. And then I got a 12-terabyte RAID they gave me that's back at uh, at the college where I'll be shipping the drives and trying to back everything up. It's you, tough you do with the know cloud. that they have this and, thing called the internet now, and you can transfer files over it, right? Yeah, but not 14 gigs of video per day. You know, like I can't – Yeah, I can see that being a problem in video, I can't – like I don't have the time. The, the upload speed – you know, if I'm at the no-tell motel and – Kansas, yeah, you know, they have a 56k baud <laughs> yeah. modem, you know, and it's gonna <laughs> take forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for the old guys. That joke. He's bringing uh, these com all this computer stuff to Utah. We gotta make sure he doesn't leave Bryce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've yeah. got a gaming rig to build. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Joe? Uh, I don't know, but look at this cool hard drive I've got. I got a new Viffer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last. So yeah, that's the problem with the cloud. I mean, I wish I could, and with audio that works, but with with video, it's just I'm shooting yeah, even ten ten eighty. It's not going to work. I just don't have the time. You'd have to like just find some dedicated spots to do. He needs he needs a, a special steal Wi Fi part of every show. Joe attempts to steal Wi Fi again. Or you could like find Sprint or somebody and get them to sponsor you and give you. Like I'm a, tried I'm trying it already. I'm trying no, everybody. No going and for they're it. not responding, but I, I'm going to beat on them some more. And sometimes like the third email, you know, like that's what happened oh, yeah. with I. Yeah. I'm just like I kept emailing them. And I think they're like, you know, give this guy a helmet so we'll shut up. You know, Please like make him go away. <laughs> yeah, stop. This guy's bothering me. You know, he's some punk kid with two thousand hits on his video and. He wants a, a free helmet, like give him one of these beaters, you know. So, but they gave me a brand new, great helmet. Very exciting. 
And I only went for sponsors of the stuff I actually use, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't wear like bell helmets or whatever. So it's like, I just, I just wanted to get the sponsors of, of stuff that I actually use. Oh, we, like, we know all about the helmet problem. And, yeah. So I don't know, like somebody's like, oh, I got the Scorpion. And I'm like, I don't know, man, I've had five wrecks and four of them have been in a rise and I've survived all those. And it's just a superstitious thing, I guess, with me that I want to wear the Arai. Are you saying you didn't survive the fifth one? I've, no, I one, I was wearing like a cheapy helmet in high school, you know, like a Kmart helmet. But I survived that one with the Kmart helmet. So maybe Kmart will send me helmets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking they don't have a whole lot of helmets left. Well, they don't have a whole lot of anything left, do they? Is there, are they no. still a store? Even I don't know. They are, I think, still a store, but they're, they, they're, they're still owned, a thing. They're owned by they own Sears. Oh, okay. Well, well Sears just something. sold off Craftsman to somebody, right? Yeah, yeah Sears yeah. sold off Craftsman, and, they, and they're saying, "Well, things don't look so good for us in the near future." Mm, yeah, so don't sell off one of your best brands. I mean, that's that's right. pretty tough. That's the only brand they wanted. Right. Sell off the brand that people shop at you for. (laughs) Deeply weird. So when you're choosing these pop-up gigs, do you, are there criteria you're looking for when you come to a place for these? I mean, do you like walk into a place and be like, this is the one. Yeah. Like the weirder, the better, you know, like Mm -hmm. some in some like souvenir shop in El Paso, you know, and I'm like, you guys mind if I play a song here? And they'll be like, whatever. Sure. And then I just set up the cameras and, Start playing, you know, but I'm looking for non-traditional things like like I'm playing at a friend's barbecue. A lot of these friends I haven't seen in 20 years that are, are hosting me. So there's going to be some dialogue about that, you know, like how we're still friends, you know, over the Internet and just the idea of, you know, playing to people that normally wouldn't hear me, you know? Yeah. Like, Joe like, and I would stay up till all hours cybering. It was great. <laughs> wow. You look good in that shirt. Joe used to look at porn till late in the night and keep me yeah. up back well, in college. Well, now they know. Right now they know everything I look at. It's like everything's been uh, – now there's, it's – they can sell my porn surfing data to somebody. There's that infamous forearm. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the size of that thing. What is he, a bowler? <laughs> what kind of music do you play, man? Uh, it's like acoustic rock. I mean I'm an old punk rocker. You know, I grew up in the punk rock realm. Oh, nice. My band's open for, you know, Green Day and – Stuff like that, and then Blink One Eighty Two, and then we also opened for rock bands like Joan Jett and Cheap Trick. So we almost, almost made it. But my acoustic stuff is, you know, kind of driving acoustic. Probably, I guess the closest approximation would be like Tenacious D without so much comedy. You know, like fast acoustic stuff. Okay. And um, I was playing with my buddy Sean O'Donnell for a while in a project called Lost Axis, but I'm doing the tour solo. So he's not going to be with me, but a lot of the music was developed with Sean. And like the recordings I send around to people are lost access recordings. It's just two guitars and me singing. There's no harmonies or overdubs or drums or anything like that. Music terms. Mm, yeah. yeah. Chuck, Chuck can't carry a tune in a bucket, I want to say at this point. No, no. I think, I think we got Chuck's got something here. With the song. Oh, the song. That's right. Yeah. Our, our, our inexplicably popular song. <laughs> Can you uh, can you give us can you give us something? I mean, you want the eat eat, the, eat all the dicks song? Yes, we would love to have we the should, dicks song. We could only hope. Okay, so you know, get the the recorders rolling. So here we go. Eat all the dicks, 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 dicks. Eat all the dicks, eat them dicks. Eat them dicks early in the 
morning. Come on, Todd. Stuff him in your face. Come on, Todd. Dicks, 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 Tell my people I am on my way back. <laughs> well, I, th- I thought it was brilliant. You know, it's like I'm not getting up that early. You well, know, so I listened to that podcast, so that was great. Well, so the funny, the funny thing about that, the funny thing about that song is we thought it was a complete throwaway joke, and then the calls and the posts and the emails started coming in. People started singing it to us. <laughs> Left like voicemails for us singing it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you guys want, I can do like a proper recording, and I can make it any <laughs> way you want: punk, country. You know, whatever you want. Oh I my god, a punk song. version of the Dick song. Yeah, no, I can do the punk version and I'll, 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 I'll mail it to you. Song, you can it? use it as a, you know, intro, outro. We could totally have a theme you know, song. FCC testing facility, you know, whatever you want to do with it. Awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm on it. Give me a week. You'll have Beauty. You that can edit so... into this show if you want. That is so cool. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! But you guys, you guys are funny, man. Like a lot of these shows are very serious, and I don't know. It's motorcycling, you know, and it's supposed to be fun. And a lot of guys take it a little too far. But uh, yeah, well, and and that actually that actually gets back into kind of your show because you know you talk about the traveling. Like, how many times have you read the travel log of motorcycling? And it's like, okay, I'm going to go on a motorcycle trip. It's going to be cool. And this is really deep, and I feel like I have a connection with the universe. Joe, yeah. do you have a connection with the universe now because you were riding around on a motorcycle? Well, not in Nebraska, man, because it's just <laughs> 16 hours of fucking corn, you know? Like, and we lost the like, corn. If you look at we my map, I'm skimming Nebraska. Like, I'm avoiding Nebraska. And the whole time you're in it, you're going, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> like, who is eating all this corn? Are you Guilty. kidding me? And you, and you see, like, a silo and you stop because that's, like, a scenic you know, epic scenic moment. Like there's some something that's not corn. I better take a picture of that, you know? And then you see the people with the torches and the pitchforks coming out of yeah, the corn yeah. and you yeah, gotta go like again. The corn, you know, they're coming after you and you're like, yeah, I can't hang around here. It's like a big wasteland between, you know, Chicago and Colorado. You know, when I was doing my first cross country, I was like, man, I wish I could transport out of Nebraska. I hope your Nebraska listener base isn't going to kill me. It's like one guy. Squeak into Lincoln, you know. Steve, leave Joe alone. He's okay. already sharpening his pitchfork. <laughs> I can't wait till he gets it over here. I show Got him the corn. Finder on the on the pitchfork and it pointy. Laser pointer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laser guided pitchfork. Mm-hmm. So, have you done like iron butts or anything like that? No, but I I mean I've I've kind of done them without the paperwork, which I don't even know about that. You know, mm-hmm. um, Joe's a musician. He doesn't do paperwork. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, you got to go get a receipt at this place and you got to file this thing. I mean, I guess it's cool, you know, for people that need worthless awards, you know, (laughs) thing like saying I drove a long time. Like that takes some kind of skill other than staying awake and pointing the wheel straight. And all you need for Uh, that is some cocaine. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at truckers, you know, just take some crank and you do 48 hours straight, you know, know, forget this 24 hour bull crap, you know. I don't know. I've never done 24 hours. I probably my longest haul was probably 16 hours in one day. 
and that was on my old BMW. That's and it wasn't pleasurable. Like, like it's not like after six hours, I'm kind of done. Like I'd rather I just want to sit down and have a beer. I don't like driving at night. Mm-hmm. You know, there's too many kooks out there, and I like getting up early and doing my miles. Stop for lunch. Do some more up. miles. I'm sorry. What did you just say? Get up. What? Yeah, eat those dicks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, we're already yeah. here. Chuck, I'm ready to go. Right. Chuck, I've been up for three hours. I'll catch Chuck midway, like at lunch. I'll pick up Chuck. <laughs> up Chuck. See? It's loaded yeah. with puns. Wow. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't like the nighttime, and I don't like those crazy hauls, you know, mm. the crazy long hauls. Because it's yeah. not, again, it's supposed to be fun. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at, I want to go to the crazy guitar shop. I want to go to the place that has the 12-pound taco. You know, I want to... Do all the crazy shit. So Wait, where Joe's is that doctor's place? like beep 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 beep. beep, beep. <laughs> her God damn, melting in her pocket. You know, Joe's in trouble. We gotta get to him. Then a helicopter after him. Where is this place with the twelve pound taco? Sounds I, relevant I, to my it's interests. Fictitious, but it's out there somewhere. <laughs> yep, now that you've said it, it's, it exists right now. There's a dude with a challenge. He's hanging up posters. Come eat the twelve pound taco. Looking, have you seen this taco? Size of a, you know, BMW. Oh, clearly you've met my ex-wife. Okay, all right. <laughs> Apparently we went there. Wow, we need we you need some work. You guys need some uh, some uh, release. Okay. Don't get me started on my ex-wife. You know, I I, I got divorced, and uh, the first thing I did, I bought a Ducati. So. And, wait, 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 wait a second. Back, back up a sec. You, you, Joe, are are bald, and the first thing you did when you got divorced was was buy a Ducati. Yes, absolutely. And and you're from New York. Yep. And you're really age. you're really busting the stereotypes here, aren't you, Joe? <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I'm not I'm not a standard dude. So, but and that's the thing about me. Like everyone's like, oh man, if you were on a Harley, we'd sign your show up right away. You know really? what? Like. Yeah, they're like you're on. A, you, you should take a Harley, man, and you have your guitar and you know play a Martin guitar. Oh, because you... that's like super Americana. Amer- America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I approached Harley, but you know I, I I'm like I don't know what bike I can ride. I rented one for Bike Week, uh, 2013 or 14, and I'm like I'm twisting the throttle. I'm like, there's something wrong with this. It's like it's not going above like 5,000 RPMs. And my friend's like, no, it's the rev limiter. I'm like, the rev limiter is at 5,000 RPMs. I'm that's like, like a barely in the power guy, band. You know? that, like, that's, yeah, that's how those motors, yeah. They're, they're more like American cars or when more I'm trying like to cars. I'm trying to turn a thing. It's like a tractor. You yeah. know, I'm leaning. I'm holding my body over. And the handlebars are locked all the way to the right. Joe, Joe, you're not, you're not getting it. This this is a lifestyle choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's, there's more to it. I mean, there's like... <laughs> You could ride the motorcycle, sure, but this is a lifestyle that you could stand next to it with your guitar and yeah. pose. It will look cool, right? And then and I'll get a TV show of that out of that. I bet, yeah. right? Instagram you, photos with like the sepia tone, yeah. and then you just trailer the bike yeah, yeah, to the yeah, next yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hilarious! When I when I was doing my first cross country trip, it was Sturgis, so I'm passing all these guys with their shiny. $80,000 motorcycles on a trailer. I'm like, wow, that's living. You, you got the extended cab and you're, you know, you're drinking a coffee and you're, that's motorcycling. You, tr- you dump the thing off the trailer and put around the town for eight miles or whatever you're going to do. I don't know. I just, I don't, eight I don't hard miles, eight you know? American miles, sir. Yeah. I don't know. That just doesn't, I don't get that whole thing. At five and, you know, miles you see an hour. 
they're all together in their group and they got their funny little jackets they made up of, you know, the lawyer's club. You know, it's got a skull on it. Sons of podiatry. <laughs> exactly. You, the you are going to be in the world. You are going to be sued, sir. <laughs> and audited harshly. Yeah. And perhaps a root canal. So yeah, it's, so I'm like a I'm like a bastard child. I'm not with the Harley guys. I'm not re- really with the BMW guys anymore. You okay. know, my sport bike is an aging kind of sport touring bike, which you know, very narrow market. So I just but do Vifers my own thing. Are awesome. I don't care. Vifers far, are badass. If you're far enough afield riding that Viffer, like Southern Utah on the Viffer, you're going to meet a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, Gen Six Viffers, those are great, man. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm on all these. VFR sites, you know, and the guys are very enthusiastic and I stole a lot of their, you know, they've given me a lot of advice on like mods I should do and mm-hmm. uh-huh. like, you know, you got to really keep an eye on the voltage. So I put a voltmeter right on the inside of the fairing. So I got USB the... chargers all over the place. I got devices coming out my nose on the thing. So, you know, so what does VTEC feel like? I don't, I don't like the VTEC. I mean, I, I really wanted to get the, the year before with the gear driven cams, you know, the yeah, 2001. Well, I had a 98, a Gen 5. Yeah, same, sought after Gen same bike, 5. yeah. 98 through, well, I forget the year, but that that, that was a great bike. And I, I, I had a bead on one, and I just, I didn't pull the trigger because the guy hadn't started the thing in like five years, and he cranked it up, and like three gallons of water dumped out of the exhaust pipe. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do this, <laughs> you know. Fish. <laughs> yeah, a fish and an octopus or whatever, you know, and you're Small. like, yeah. <laughs> And the tires were like crackling. They were original tires. The thing had five thousand miles on it, but it was oh, like, yeah, it's not. I'd rather have higher mileage with maintenance than. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I didn't do that, and then the luggage options were a little bit different. So, um, and in hindsight, I wish I would have gone for the for the two thousand one because the gear driven cams are you know a lot closer to the sport bike side than the sport touring side but i like the bike i didn't pay a lot for it and you know if i crack it up i just leave it and buy another one you know what, what does it feel like when the VTEC engages it's weird it's like sometimes you're in a turn you know and you're you're going along and you're it's right around six grand on the on the you know <clears throat> six thousand rpm so you'll be in a turn if you're kind of gassing it, it'll it's like turbocharger you know it's fun when you're in a straight line because it feels like a turbo, but but man, when you when you hit those four valves, the gas it sucks the gas out of the bike like crazy. The gas consumption with the with when you're hitting all the valves is is astronomical. Like so, I, I putt around. You know, I'm usually just putting around, but you know, sometimes if I'm on a back road and something curvy, I want to I want to get into it a little bit. You know, so I'll I'll wind it up and. It's fun to have it, but I wish it kind of came on differently, you know, smoother. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, I, I it's hear the I, later models, they, they refined it a bit, but yeah. I've always been curious about it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got the first version of it. You know, well, yeah, the, yeah, there was no VTEC on the on the one before, I don't no, think. No, that, that's the reason everybody wants the Gen 5 is it's fuel injected right. but doesn't have VTEC, and it's yeah, the only it's, one that is that. Yeah, so, so, the, so yeah, the, the, the VTEC is not, I you know. I, I wish they would just make like they try to remake the bike again and they discontinued it here in the States. And if they would have just taken off the VTEC, made it a 1200, I think they could have sold some of them, you know. But, uh, you know, the 800, it's not like it's underpowered, but, you know, everyone's power, power, power. And uh, it's a beautiful bike. The new one, I wanted to get one. I wrote Honda. I wrote a Honda song and sent it to him. And I'm like, look, I did the pilot. <laughs> a Honda song. I did. I wrote this song about how I bought my first bike was a Honda. And 
you know, and all romantic and stuff. And I did sent you, it to him. Nobody did you include the line, you meet the nicest people on a Honda. No, it's like me and my Honda is the punchline. <laughs> me and my Honda. It's like really corny. Uh-huh. But I thought it would pull at some strings. And I had a guy that was talking to me for a while initially, but I, I, I guess he left the company or something. And <laughs> and again, they're like, you know, when you get a network TV show, we'll give you a motorcycle. <laughs> like, well, when I have a network TV show, I don't need your help, man. I'm going to buy the Ducati, you know? Like, I don't I – don't, I don't I'm going to get a good bike. bike. Oh, yeah. I want a fast <laughs> bike, you know, when I, when I do the show. So – but, uh, you know, and, and this is the game, you know, like I've approached everybody like like I was looking at an XSR 900 Yamaha um, like that would be, a, you know, powerful bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of stripped down. Yeah. I could put some luggage on it and, you know, no response. You can't even find a contact for for Yamaha. Oh, no. They, like, no certainly not. they make it so difficult to actually contact somebody at the company. So you don't even know who to write to. Yeah. You know, so I'm Instagramming them and I'm Facebooking them and I'm tweeting them and nothing. Sitting you know? outside their house in the bushes and Stalking fogging them. up the windows. And- Why is this round guy keep coming round? <laughs> he sings song. I don't understand. <laughs> Can't hear J-pop over him singing. Well, yeah, that's pop over America and I'm trying to get a Japanese motorcycle. So, you know, maybe I'm not just doing the math in my own head like I'm stupid or something. But no, I went after I went after EBR and I was like, man, I'd love to do this show on your bike. And I don't even want a free bike. Like, loan me one. Loan me one. I'll adapt the guitar to it and let me tool around on it. I'll promote the shit out of you guys, you know, and, uh-huh. you know, and I'll give it back at the end, you know. Yeah. 20,000 miles later or whatever. But but they didn't even respond, you know, like if they would just said, hey, man, you know, we can't give you a free bike. Our company's going under for the second time. We can't help you. <laughs> like, yeah. like if they would have just been like some contact. And I guess that's the thing that's that's you feel, you know, the rejection. I don't mind the rejection, but not getting any response. You feel like you're kind of pissing in the wind at times, you know, and that's yeah, it gets frustrating. But you hear these stories of like the lady who wrote Harry Potter got 300 rejections. So, mm-hmm. you know. I'm only at like 294, so not even close. <laughs> Any minute now. <laughs> and now you're on Wheel Nerd, so you've made it. I yes, mean, you've arrived. Okay. Congratulations. I, I mean, so. I've followed your guys' show for a long time. You know, I've, I've, I've heard about you guys, so it's, it's nice to be on here. And uh, I, like, I like the way you do your show. You know, you do the roundtable things and stuff. Like, that's, that's cool, you know. Yeah, that is fun to do. We do it for all of the huge podcast dollars. He's consulting yeah. a little, like, sticky note. <laughs> That said, wheel nerd stuff to remember. Host name Todd. Other host Chuck. Todd and Chuck, I got it. Joe, they can check you out at uh, popoveramerica.com. Pop then, with yeah. two P's mm-hmm. in the right. middle at the P-O-P-P. end. Yep. Something P O P P. P O P P. And then you have a GoFundMe going, right, for uh, for uh, people to support the show so they can get the full suite of episodes. In right. case you know your your huge helmet dollars dry up. Right, give me give me all the money you got, and I'm gonna spend it on cheeseburgers, so, uh, and gas. Well, you know, cheeseburgers, stuff like that. So you'll, yeah, that's, you'll that's you'll just the cor- film the coronary you have during the cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. Here's your money at work, and I'm eating a cheeseburger. So, but you know, it's about supporting my art. That's what I how I play it. I don't need a kidney. Like I'm not dying, so yeah. I don't act, I don't expect anybody to give me some huge chunk of money. But some people want to see the show, so I I put the GoFundMe up. And it's just GoFundMe.com slash PopOverAmerica, one word. So that's that. Hey, and you're uh, also on Facebook. I mean, you're all over social media. Facebook, so just, I'm on uh, Instagram, Twitter, you know, just, just whatever uh, I can do. Go so, Google Joe Pop and you'll find him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm up there, you know. 
So. And see when he's in your town and see if you can get him to do a pop-up concert in like yeah, a if, men's room in your favorite restaurant. And sure. then send us pictures. I'll play <laughs> his sing. job. You know, if you work at a hospital, fire department, you know, jail. Listeners. I'll play, I'll play anywhere. And if you got a bed for me to sleep on, that's great too. Listeners, you, know, you need uh, to crash one of his gigs yeah. and request the dick song. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to rehearse it. Yeah. Now that I yeah, I got it all arranged. Someone now. needs to make that happen. Dude, thanks so much for being on with us. Thank you guys so much. Very cool. Very cool. I'm a little jealous. I'm very jealous. I like that idea a lot. Sadly, I can't will... actually play a guitar. <laughs> you think anyone will pay us to just ride around the country? Uh, I'm going with no. <laughs> no. We could, met... we, could, we could do gigs. Mm-hmm. We could just do podcast like, gigs. That could be We show up, we throw the microphone down, we're going to be like, we're going to tell you an hour of jokes. Mm-hmm. Listeners, if you, if, you wanna, if you wanna hire Real Nerds Alive, we're available. You know, I keep thinking, mm-hmm. seriously, like, no lie, Every year when I see um, Overland Expo put mm-hmm. out their exhibitor thing, mm-hmm. I keep thinking, we should submit for that and just do a live show there. We should, totally should. We need to, we need to put in. Mm-hmm. Kids are old enough now. Of course, as each year goes by, we're less and less adventure bike guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, like when we started out, we were really kind of both kind of big into the whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, but not as much these days. I still ride an adventure bike all over the place. Yeah, but we're not. We don't fit the uh, Mister Adventure mold. No, we are no. not Mister Adventure. No, no, and I'm far too. I'm. 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 We, I think. We. I think it's still worth it. We should. We should. We should. We should throw a name something in there. like that. Either something. either Overland Expo or something like it. I think it would be Chuck. Very cool. Chuck. Chuck. Why are you looking Chuck. at my chest? Chuck. 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 You know what's coming to Utah? BMW riders. The BMW Motorcycle Owners of America. I think it would be a lot of fun to do I, we're, we're a so live show at some, something would, like that. Would you like local local dealers, talent. celebrities, the wheel nerds? Local talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we can we curse? Can we swear? Maybe? I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Well, we, we have lawyers there to defend us. Podiatrists. <laughs> we don't have any money to give these people. All of our podcast dollars went to... My fine meal. That cheeseburger you're eating. McDonald's. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> this represents the last of the petty cash. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we're totally, we're totally, we're totally putting in for that. I think it'd be cool. Listeners who are going to that, uh, you know, it, it put a put a bug in the ear of the. Yeah, ask if the wheel tell nerds them, will be there. Tell them, are you guys going to have wheel nerds in Salt Lake? That would be so great if you had wheel nerds. And then like go go into the crowd and like go over somewhere and do like a funny voice and be like, and then go somewhere else in the crowd. You'd be like, wheel nerds are the best. I can't wait to hear them. And you know, do that for a little bit. Guys, guys, I want to hear the wheel nerds. I love the wheel nerds. They're the best. I heard the wheel nerds were stealing their jobs. What? <laughs> and then the crowd turns. <laughs> <laughs> they start our jabs. Oh, they're podcast dollars. <laughs> like podcast dinero. Yeah. You know, if we had podcast dollars, we could pour it into some sketchy Indiegogo stuff. <laughs> it's been a while since I've had a good crowd funder rip me off. Mm-hmm. So uh, Trevor sent us this thing. Yeah, so it's a link to this uh, helmet-mounted brake light. Uh, smart dewy. brake light. Smart brake light. Yeah. Not those dumb brake lights. I mean, um, you know, you may like your dumb brake lights, folks. 
but you really like, oh, need to be smart. On uh, Indiegogo, the mm-hmm. sketchier crowdfunding site. Yes, the, the <laughs> we've stolen your money crowdfunding site. Um, but so it's like a big bright LED thing that goes on the back of your helmet. And, um, and the sensors automatically let other... Oh, oh. What? Oh, sensors work automatically to let others know when you slow down, braking, engaging, or downshifting. Yeah, that's something I'm seeing increasingly in a lot of these braking systems is they put an accelerometer in it. So, you know, like if you just crack off the throttle and if you're on something like the Strom that's torquey when you crack the throttle. It starts like, blinking them? Yeah, it'll yeah. start blinking them. You know, like a bandit, if you crack off the throttle when you're up high, it'll just break the rear wheel loose. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it starts going sideways on you. But... Uh, <laughs> No need for wired insulation or connected apps. Mm-hmm. You just slap this on the back of your helmet, put in some mm-hmm. batteries. Sure, there's no radiation going into your brain. No, no. No, you're no, fine. It's only minor mind reading going on. It's good. This will be on Project Archivist for the mind reading. <laughs> uh, they're halfway to their goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty-four grand already. You get you get one of these units for ninety-nine bucks. Yeah, they want a hundred bucks for a unit. Now, if you're the type of guy that has, like, the two tiny pin drop LED signals... You're not buying this thing. But I could see it, you be, you, but you're the person who should be buying this thing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the person who needs this. Yeah. Yeah, no, if, you're, if your signals can't be seen except by very special equipment, then uh, you yeah. really need... You, you need, need this. Like this. That isn't if, the person who will buy this. I wonder if it does turn turn signaling. I guess not. That would be hard. No, that would be, that would be weird. That would be kind of cool. It would be trick, but it'd be very weird. Yeah, I I think we need to we need to at least contact these people and see if they'll send us one because right now with our inflatable vests and our general oh like this, loop, we aren't nearly dorky enough. Todd, this is a the crowdfunding thing. This thing does not exist. No, no, they distinctly are shown these, down there. These are I see them. I'm I'm. They do not. There there is one mock up that they that exists that you just. No, <laughs> I very I very distinctly see that this is a thing from these pictures on a website. Uh huh. Yeah. Very very, a thing. You see those UFO pictures I sent you? Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. I bet you believe now, don't it's you? It's very a thing. Very. Yeah, a I thing. believe. Yeah. I want to believe. See, look, the light's constant in all these pictures. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Oh no, oh, no, light, lights oh, up. Yep, okay. See? Yeah. Okay, lights so it's up. a running light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think we're 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 on the horn. Great. Let's be honest. We could use another riding accessory to make us look more dorky. I would be okay if they would agree to put our logo on on their featured. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. it's not just an LED light; mm-hmm. it's the first autonomous brake light. Uh, I don't think that's true. Utilizes accelerometer and gyroscope sensors to autonomously detect mm-hmm. when you're slowing down, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Now, something that would be kind of cool with this is to like have a couple of them. Just mount it. Turn it on and ride. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. It'd be kind of neat to have a couple of these that you stick on, like, your bags on either side. On the side cases? Yeah. You know, just to... Nope. You know what I want? What's that? I want 12 of these things. I'm just going to plaster them all over your Cover bike. the bike with them. <laughs> Cover you. Just you'll blinky, just be blinky, like... You'll be blinky, the, blinky. the rocket man. Blinky. Blinky, blinky. <laughs> Blinky. Officer Harker will be pulling you over so blinky, fast. Blinky, <laughs> blinky. As long as my BAC is under 0. 0.05. Oops, I drank this whole beer. It's all over. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Look, my beer has a motorcycle on it. Oh, that's nice. So Stroms. Stroms. They're a thing. People ride Stroms. Is that a, is that a thing now? Well, I don't know if he was riding the Strom per se. So we got a video that Stas sent us. Yep, and it looks like one of the race official vehicles. You know, they use Stroms a lot for this kind of work. Yeah, so because they're it's relatively narrow. Stroms are equivalent beamers. He's there, like just parked right in the middle of this lane. Mm-hmm. 
And only so many of those guys made it around him. Yep, and then he just piles up bikers. Now, I'm thinking from this video, it looks like, like I said, I think he's one of the like official, official like gopher vehicles. Yeah, because they and they're, he just got stranded. Or? I, I think he like stalled or like something. You know what I love about this? That's my favorite. What's that? And this shows you what kind of a dick I am. Mm-hmm. Looks like fifty bikes pile into this dude. Yeah, and he just sort of like he just a little. sits there, <laughs> looking into his mirror, looking over his shoulder. Well, I think his bike's dead. Is what's going on. I think that's fun. But he just sat there while fifty dudes just plowed into him well, from behind. In fairness, what the hell else is he going to do? No, no, not not that he was. He didn't react. In that he didn't seem all that affected. And but yeah, it's true. And bikes are like, bikes are literally flying over his head. Bikes a, and bodies. A disconnected wheel bounces off and goes by. He's talking into his helmet radio like, D- did something uh, just hit me? I think I guys guys. Did I, something? Uh, uh, did something? Is there's, that? Um, there's been an incident. Uh, my bike stalled. Yeah, I can't. I can't start this thing. I can't get off my bike now. Steve, there's, Steve, you need to move. There's Steve. bodies everywhere. I can't. I can't. There's like, uh, where'd all these bodies come I from? Made choices. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone see that Chuck guy that touched my bike? I thought, I thought I had. I thought I had further to go when the second blinky light came on, <laughs> but it turns out you don't. <laughs> I feel for that guy. Do you? I think it's hilarious. Mostly, mostly because can you imagine the ass chewing that he got after this? <laughs> He's not going to be welcome at any bike event ever Do you ever think again. it was worse than the ass ramming he endured during this? I don't think they hit him personally. I think they just <laughs> bounced off the Strom, mostly. The yeah. Strom was a protective cocoon. Clang, 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 Lovingly. Well, the Strom is, the Strom is tough. You know, people oh, are clearly. like, I dropped my Strom and I broke something. And my reaction to that is always like, how? The Strom is very tough. The Strom goes over and you're like, mm. it can withstand a 50 uh, person 50 bikes. Yeah. It can withstand 50 dudes in spandex. <laughs> That's tough. That's <laughs> <is> way tough. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in TJ, and I'll tell you, that's tough. <laughs> 50 days in spandex will work. And you've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned, Todd? I've learned that apparently I'm a lot safer from bikers than I thought. What have you learned? I've learned I don't have enough brake lights. Mm. That's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. Dicks, 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 eat all the dicks, eat them dicks. Eat them dicks, early in the morning, come on tide, stuff up in your face. Dicks, 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 eat all the dicks, 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 eat them dicks. Eat them dicks. Eat all the dicks, 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 eat them dicks, eat them dicks, eat them dicks. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. 
If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.